Yeah. <laughs> I was a 90s grunge rocker from Indiana, and I thought, I'm going to write music, and I'm not going to bow down to anybody. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to make it on my own. Does talking about your money make you cringe? Are you tired of fighting about finances? Do you want to stop sabotaging your financial happiness? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to Breaking Money Silence, a podcast series aimed at helping all of us talk more openly about money. Your host, Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, is a wealth psychology expert who is doing what she does best, speaking about taboo topics. International speaker, author, and founder of KBK Wealth Connection, Kathleen understands money and our relationship with it. Over the past decade, she has empowered thousands of people to break money silence at home and at work. Now, here is Kathleen. So I am really, really pleased to have someone on the show today that's a little bit different than some of my guests in the past. It's Clint Bierman. Uh, he is a band leader, a studio engineer, songwriter, producer, composer, a lot of different things. Uh, he has a studio, Lion Tone Studios in Middlebury, Vermont. And I know him like a lot of people where I live know him as the lead singer of The Grift, an awesome band here in the Valley. Um, but in addition to uh, being a, a singer on the band, he also has played guitar for the NBC show Smash, co-written I'm On My Way, which was featured in the Shrek 2 soundtrack, which is pretty cool. And he runs this biannual rock camp for kids called Rocket Science for the past eight years. So I just want to welcome you, Clint, to Breaking Money Silence. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. So we have a great myth to explore together today. Um, musicians don't make any money. So I just read your brief bio, and something tells me that maybe you are the exception to that myth. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about what motivated you to pick that myth to explore today. The myth is it's, it's basically what everybody thinks of. It's what parents think of when their kids are telling them they want to join a uh, garage band in high school. They're like, well... I don't want this to take hold too much because musicians don't make any money. But uh, uh, the music industry is such that there are so many ways to make money in the music industry, right? So, like, I'm a I'm coming at it today from a rock musician point of view, right? Uh -huh. So, rock musicians are very different than jazz musicians or Broadway performers or uh, studio musicians or, or uh, you know, there's just a, a million different ways to do this. So musicians don't make any money. Well, it's a myth. It's kind of true. Okay. Okay. I mean, there are people, I've been doing my band, The Grift, for 20 years. And along that time, we've played with, I would say, 40 different bands that we've been friends with on the road, uh -huh. right? And there's very few of those bands left, right? So what happens is everybody gets into the music business originally because they want to be the next big thing, right? When you're young, you just want to be famous. Who did you, you want to be when you first got in 20 years ago? I wanted to be Pearl Jam. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was a 90s grunge rocker from Indiana, and I thought, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to write music, and I'm not going to, you know, 
bow down to anybody. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to make it on my own. And I'm not going to compromise what I think. Um, and that lasted for a few years, basically through my 20s. And uh, as life started to become more serious, um, I realized that I need to step up my game a little bit, get more professional, get more uh, conscious about money. So basically, I got married, yep. had some kids, um, and all those those things that I originally thought about being a star and being, you know, the next big thing kind of slip away when you start to think about a family mm-hmm. and all the things that go along with being in a family, meaning you can't be on the road for that many years or that many months a year. Right. You know, it's just, it doesn't work out. Um if you want to have the life that I want to lead, which is pretty much family is first and foremost in my life. So I have two kids, six and eight, two boys and a wife. And uh, it's all about balancing this, this work that is, can be completely over encompassing. Like we work for ourselves, right? So part of working for yourself as a musician is, once you get to a certain level, you can work all the time. I could, I could literally start right now and the amount of projects that I've set up for myself, I could work from now for the next month and never go home once. I have that much work to do. Wow. Which That's is, because you're good, though. Well, Not thank every you, but musician it's, is good. Well, it's, 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 well, we'll get into it later, but um, it's about, I've, been in the, I've been in it for so long in this little area that I'm in, in this little neck of the woods in Vermont. Um, that I've really, it's longevity at a certain point. I've, I've, all my friends are musicians too. And then I've grown, you know, you just meet all these different people in your area. And so that I've sort of the, the guy they go to for any music thing, which is kind of great. That's, that's why I have all this work because I'm the only real studio where I live. And it turns out people still need studios sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, they do, Roger. Yes, they do, Roger. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so let me let me jump in here. Yeah. So um, the original myth is musicians don't make any money. Mm-hmm. You say there's some truth to that, and certainly um, everybody you know usually starts going into it to be a star, mm-hmm. and then at some point you probably either become this huge star, which is a whole another mm-hmm. conversation a bit in a tricky around money, um, or you decide, listen, there are other things that are important, but musician is still going to be my career. And so it sounds like for you, it was the latter. It was the latter. And it was, it sort of happened organically for me. We started, um, we started playing weddings and it's, it started with one friend and we played their wedding and then somebody at that wedding saw us mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we started doing weddings in the summer and I never got in this business to be in a wedding band in a million years. Uh, Clint, the wedding singer. Yeah, it <laughs> never would have occurred to me. And I would have, in my 20s, I would have been angry at myself for it because that's not why we, I'm, a, I'm a songwriter. I want to, you know, I want to create in this world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you get older, you figure out that you got to be flexible and you got to you know, go with the flow. And we started getting all this work and the money started coming in and it was 10 to 20 times more money than we would make 
just doing our normal thing. Wow. So, so, so that kind of told a story. That tells the entire <laughs> story. And so you start getting your weekly paycheck uh, from your bandmate, who's your your financier, and uh, you you say, well, I don't really hate these weddings as much as I thought I was going to hate them originally. Um, and uh, never really got into it with that kind of attitude, but the money piece really really is nice. So. And so you can make money as a musician. You have longevity. You also are doing something where you're in a place that's not, I mean, Vermont is known for music, but it's not known for the music industry, so to speak. So why do you think so many people believe they can't make money at this? So before we get into how you can make money. I think, I think basically when you look at the music business, people look at the music business as selling records, being on MTV, being in LA, being in New York City, right? That's the music business. And personally, I don't think I'm even in the music business. I consider myself in the business of music. And what I mean by that is like the music business seems to me, even as a musician, as this like very, I don't know, sleazy, not sleazy, but like people get taken advantage of and like the the more corporate corporate and, yeah. and, and somebody's making a lot of money and somebody's not making any money off that deal. Right. Um, whereas I am totally working for myself. I'm not I'm not beholden to any management company or record company or anything like that. So when when I when they when people see the music industry, I don't know if they see it from the local musician's point of view, right? They're seeing it from this national stage point of view. Well, the Grammys were just on last night, so that it's case in point. Case in point. Yeah. And that music business of what they're dealing with is, it's, I, I, I've never even been in that. And I don't think I ever will be in that music business. You know, that's that's a separate thing. So when when you say no musicians can make money, if you don't understand what I do, or what, you know, a lot of musicians who do make a living doing it, if you don't understand what they do, then, yeah, the myth makes a lot of sense. You can't be Lady Gaga. You can't be Adam Levine because there's only, you know, 10 people out of the 300 million people, right, that actually get to be that person. So uh, also there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, non-motivated sort of uh, stonery not too serious people in the, you know, quote, unquote, 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 music business. So uh, I, I personally take it so seriously that I consider myself as much as just a straight businessman as I do. Well, that's what I was going to say. It almost sounds like you're an entrepreneur who happens to deal in music. That's exactly how I consider (laughs) myself. Which is very different than um, somebody who, you know, even how you started out in your 20s, somebody who's pursuing a music career to be the next somebody. Yes. And so you found this spot, you know, obviously you have a nice life. You have a nice business. Your band is great. Um, and I know you do lots of different types of music. So I've only seen a portion yep. of what you're up to. And so if somebody's listening in and says, OK, you know, musicians can make money, but what do I need to do? What do I need to do in terms of how I'm thinking about it? Maybe what are the activities I need to do? You know, you've been through this for yep. two decades. Yep. How can you help them? Um, it's basically, for me, it was figuring out a way to do, to put on so many different hats, right? So it, it's really hard to make a living in the music business doing one thing. So 
at this point, original music, like if you're just going to be in one band and write f- music for that one band, it's actually really hard to make a living at this point because of streaming and, uh, you know, downloads. People aren't downloading music. They're streaming it. So you get paid so much less for doing that. Okay. So in order to make it a viable career for myself, I had to learn to record. So I started a studio. For years and years, I would be in bands, go to studios, never really pay attention to what the engineer was doing. I was just doing my thing. I'm just the guitar player singer, you know. And then at a certain point, I was, well, that's another way I could make money. So let's start doing that. So I went to school for a 10-day school. I went to a 10-day, like, uh, certification program. That counts? It counts. It was school. (laughs) And I got certified in engineering by Pro Tools. Um, an AVID certification. Not that that's required in any way, but it helped me learn the program, which is what um, we record in a studio. We, Roger and I both use Pro Tools. Um, and so did that, started giving guitar lessons. I started out, you know, that's another path. Um, what else do I do? And then through all the connections that I've made by doing it so long and just being in the in the industry as and and branding myself so that people know that's what I do I get all these little cool little projects that are super creative and each one doesn't add up to tens of thousands of dollars but you know in conjunction with everything else I do it it definitely helps me make a living so the way to make a living in the music business is being open flexible and willing to do all these different things. And, but most importantly, what I want to say is the most important thing is being cool and professional. I think being... Being cool? Being cool, not capital C, but like, not like cool, like sunglasses at night, cool, but like <laughs> being like positive, easy to work with. On time, not a prima donna. Not a prima donna. Yeah, and I know a few, and it's it's hard to work with those people. And there's a lot in this business. There are a lot of prima donnas in the music business, but they are they're everywhere. But I think the key to longevity in this business is being cool. Well, and it sounds like I mean it sounds very similar to how I think of building my reputation. Obviously, we're in very different fields. I'm a speaker and a writer, and um, certainly, uh, actually, two decades ago, I started my business, so that's similar too. And you have to kind of respond to what's out there, as opposed to your initial vision, and then responding to what your marketplace says, and piecing these different projects together. Which I actually, I don't know about you, but I, I think it makes it more interesting than going to the same job every day. Um, and it allows you to be financially lucrative and to take care of your family. One of the things I've always been curious about, because I've seen this in your bio before, is how did you end up doing a song that got on Shrek 2? Like, that strikes me as an interesting little project. That was, it was, I was at a Christmas party in uh, Snowmass, Colorado. Nice. And I was on a couch playing guitar. And my friend, who I went to college with, was playing guitar. And we were singing, and, you know, there was a group of people there, so it wasn't like we were in a songwriting session or anything. Started singing this chorus, and just Rich, Rich Price, is a friend of mine. He's in the Sweet Remains is the name of his band. And I play with them all the time, playing next week at the Flynn with them. Nice. Um, They, 
so we're sitting at a Christmas party, plan, come up with this thing, and I had my phone, and I recorded the snippet of the chorus, and right before I, it was a flip phone, so that's when it <laughs> happened. It was a while ago. So recorded it. And was I on my voicemail? So I called myself. Oh, let no my way. voicemail didn't even have like the voice voice recorders. Yeah. yeah. And before I closed the phone, I was like, "That's the one." Click. And then he got signed to Geffen Records. Okay. So Geffen released the soundtrack. It wasn't in the movie. It was a a play by Geffen to get him out into the public. Gotcha. So if it was in the movie, I would have been. Very much happier. It, great success from that. It, was, it looks great on the resume. It was, it was great. It was a great financial bump. I mean, it was an incredible, it was the biggest paycheck I've ever had. And uh, so we we wrote the song, uh, got to record it with Rich Robinson of the Black Crows. Oh, nice. And um, went to uh, New York and did the whole thing. And then once once it got on the soundtrack, that it's also... Um, Oh, Counting Crows song that sold the soundtrack. So it sold over a million copies. Oh, wow. Which was awesome. All from like hanging out at a party. All from hanging out at a party. But the entrepreneur said, I'm recording this. Yes. There lies the difference. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. I love that story. I'm so glad I asked. Now, so being flexible, being open, it sounds like you do a lot of different things. It's Mm -hmm. not just your band. It's other Mm -hmm. bands. And, And my guess is there are a lot of people who are entrepreneurs in music, as we're calling it who do a very similar thing and have a nice lifestyle. And then there are the celebrities, and not to say they don't have a nice lifestyle, but you know the ones that we think of with the music business. Mm-hmm. Um, so if somebody came up to me and said, hey, you know what my niece or nephew said, hey, Auntie Kay, I really want to be a musician, I no longer will say, you know what, don't do that. Musicians don't make any money. I might say, boy, if you're open-minded and you're really good at what you do, and according to Clint, you have to be cool with a Small, small C. C. Small C. <laughs> you can make it. Yes, you can make it. And making it is such a, I think that's another th- myth maybe too. Like making it is another very subjective thing. Like in my life, I feel like I've made it. Right? Like nobody's heard of me, but well, I get to do exactly what I want to do. I, I don't know. A couple schedule. people were impressed in town that I was interviewing you today. So uh, you do have okay. local fame. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. But it's 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 all in how you perceive making it. Right? So like yes. like making it is it's not stardom for me. I've made it in, in, in this small pond world. Right. But I think what you're talking about is the fact of making it is you've made a living, you've yeah. making it, you have a nice family, you like your life, you like the people you hang out with for Love the most it. part. Love it. Love so it. typical Vermonter, yes. loving it. Yes. Uh, and so what? So if the myth is musicians don't make any money, let's just let the listeners know what's the fact. If you had to reframe that into a statement of fact of what's the reality, how would you say it? Musicians make money by being flexible, open, and creative. That's another thing we haven't talked about, is, is finding a way to do something that everybody wants or needs, but in a new way. Uh, that's another way I think I've been able to do it for so long is that I found a way, like with the, the rocket science, the kids thing. Like, Tell us a little bit about that yeah, before so you get into how that it, fits. It's basically 11 to 17-year-olds come into 
the camp and we write songs and learn a cover song and then we put on a big show on Friday night. So it's a week-long camp, like 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, five days, and then a big show at the end. But that that was such a... I don't even know how it happened, but I just teamed up with the Town Hall Theater in Middlebury, did it one time, and it's been such an awesome experience for me personally uh, to see these kids just go from not even understanding what songwriting is to now, because it's the same kids every time, it's they they write a song Monday morning by noon. They're, wow! They, they're literally that's as, awesome. They're as good as anyone we know. It's so cool. And now, so over the past eight years, I have three full time musicians that have grown out of this, and I just keep up with them all the time. And I see them all the time. And they come back to Middlebury, and they're like they always come swing by the studio, and they're all making their living entirely from music. So it's very, very cool. I love what you're up to. I knew I loved your music. I always try to see the shows when they're local and because I'm getting a little older at a reasonable hour. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming in today and talking about this myth, busting it wide open. And really, you know, what I've learned is that there's so much more um, to the music industry and so much good that you're doing, not only providing for your family and being successful and loving your life, but also really making a difference in the next generation. So um, I appreciate it. Thanks for Breaking Money Silence with me. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Breaking Money Silence, hosted by Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, a wealth psychology expert, author, and founder of KBK Wealth Connection. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave a review. Also, share this episode with your friends and family. It is a great way to get the conversation started. For more money talk tips and information or to hire Kathleen to speak at your next event, go to www.breakingmoneysilence.com.